Hello, Peoria, and welcome to My Two Cents Podcast Show. This is the star, Lamont Carroll, star of My Two Cents Podcast Show. want to welcome you guys back. I had to take a little hiatus. Uh, as most of you know, my, oldest, uh, my second oldest kid, Kendrick, got picked up by the Pittsburgh Steelers, got drafted in the third round of the 2021 NFL Draft. So I took a little hiatus while we were, you know, they do a thorough investigation of the the, the player, uh, his parents, you know, what they do. So I wanted to make sure, you know, this being a controversial uh, podcast, I didn't want to say anything that might have messed up his chances to get drafted. So he's drafted. So that's out the way. So now we're on to bigger and better things. Now, this this episode, we're going to talk about two things going to talk about the pay of women and going to also talk about how people are asking me how do I get my son to the next level and I could tell you what works for us it may not work for you in your situation but I could tell you what we what we did all right number one about women's pay sports I uh about a month or so ago the soccer player Megan Rapino, or I think that's how you pronounce her name she goes to the White House you know, wanting to get, you know, talk about equal pay for the for the women's national soccer team. Now, mind you, the women's national soccer team is very good. They've won over and over again. The jerseys sell out everywhere they go. Um, they should be more compensated than the men who can't even make the Olympic team, right? I agree with that 100%. Uh, you will never get an argument out of me on that, on that uh, argument there. But also, I've been doing some uh, some investigating, and I've seen that women make $0.82 cent for every dollar a man makes, and I guess there's even less for black women. And so, back to this manga girl, you know, she's lesbian. She, I think her wife is in the WNBA or her girlfriend, whoever. So, <clears throat> I'm looking at it, I just I'm scrolling through Twitter. I'm like, man, who, who got their son at the White House today with purple hair? Like, that's weird. Now... Getting into it, I'm like, oh, that's the soccer player lady. And I'm like, hold on. Now, I'm all for equal pay, like I said, but they couldn't have sent a better representative, okay? You're going to sit in the room with all these men and beg for equal rights, and everybody in them fucking room like pussy. <laughs> you know, the other all the men like, yeah, I like pussy. I like pussy. She's like, yeah, I like pussy. Everybody in the room like pussy, right? So how can... They even take her serious when she's got the purple hair, you know, got the, the tight jeans on and all this stuff. And I looked at it like I thought it was somebody's son. I thought they were, you know, hire somebody to mow the grass in the White House or something. I didn't know. You know, I thought it was pretty funny. Like, they couldn't have sent a, a, a big titty, big booty girl. You know, where the hell me a ham at? You know, nice looking young lady, carried herself as a woman. They should have sent her or whoever else that's playing now that, uh, that looks the part of a woman, you know, it's kind of, kind of hard for men to take you serious when you look just like their son, <laughs> you know, I thought, <laughs> I, I wanted her to take my garbage out, you know, I thought it was one of my kids or something, you know, so, uh, uh, most of us have been told, you know, just for the, for the job you want, not the job you have, and so if you want to go especially to the White House, you got to look the part. Whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to just looking the part that you want to get, you know? And ladies, 
the women's national soccer team, I don't know if any one of you will hear this, you know, you got to send a better, better looking representative to represent what you want, you know, but like I said, you guys deserve to get paid more. That is an argument. I will not argue because it's just a fact. You guys, the women's national soccer team, they do their thing. So I'm applaud to them. All right. But ladies, you got to send somebody who, who's, who looks like a woman. So then I'm investigating more. And I find out the lady who runs the, the soccer the lady, the, the lady who runs the soccer federation is a woman or the lady, I guess it is, makes it a woman. But the person who runs it is a woman. And I'm like, hold on. This a woman holding other women back for equality and pay. It couldn't have got more uh, a more of a funnier situation than that. And I I laughed probably three or four days on that shit. Like, wow. So she goes to a woman, asks for equal equal pay. She says no. Goes to the White House and a bunch of men, and you know they're just you know giggling like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> this purple haired motherfucker up in here looking like. Look like Toucan Sam on the on the front of the Fruit Loose. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, get that shit together, ladies. Send next time. I know she's probably the most popular person because of her lifestyle and her hair. But send a better representative. Send someone who at least I can look at for more than five seconds. Jeez, you know. All right, enough about that. I want to talk about uh, a lot of people are asking me how did I do it with Kendrick. And I tell you, with with him and my oldest son, Zach, this is how I raise him. Number one, we never celebrate celebrated any losses. Like, <clears throat> now what I mean by that is, you know, oh, I got second place, I got third place. And I was never like, oh, my God, good job. No. I'm like, you come to me telling me you lost? Like, who does that? If me and you in a fight, am I, if I get in a fight in school, am I going to go home and tell my parents, oh, I got second place? Yeah, yeah, Dad, I got second place in this one-on-one fight. No, you fucking lost, period. So we never celebrated losses. You got third, you got fourth, second. You lost. You just were, You, I mean, there's no other way I could put it. You were a loser. We never celebrated that. And in the, in the rare instances throughout his childhood, he would get second and third or fourth, whether he wrestled, baseball, whatever. We we use that as motivation. No, we didn't celebrate it. You got your little second or third place ribbon, you know, put that in the trash, you know, hang it up for motivation, do whatever, but we will not celebrate it. I'm not taking you to dinner. I'm not going to fucking buy you a cake for it. No, you, you came home as a loser. You didn't win, so you lost. There's no, to me, it's, it's an open and shut case. There's no gray area in that situation. So that's one thing we did. And another thing that a lot of parents don't do, you have to recognize the talent that your child has. You know, a lot of parents are thinking their child is a D1 athlete and they're really barely even a D3 athlete. I see these young kids, you know, eight, nine years old, playing baseball, football. Oh, yeah, my baby's going pro. Look at him. He's going pro. Stop. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Like, stop. Like, your kid is good now. What I've seen in a lot of situations where a kid is 8, 9, 10, and they can just be so dominant, but pretty soon that, that playing field levels. You know, that kid may be good just because he's bigger than everybody else. He's stronger. He's faster. But 
but by the time high school come, comes around, that that child has not developed on how to how to use his size, his strength, and his speed. Because always used to overpowering everybody, always used to outrunning everybody. But those other people have gotten bigger, stronger, and faster too. So by the time you get to high school, a lot of those kids who people thought were going pro when they're eight, nine years old, they fizzle out and barely even play. People wonder why. Why didn't they play? Well, it's because they were so used to dominating, they never actually took the time to learn the craft. You know, whether you want to play golf or whatever sport, tennis, hockey, you have to learn the fundamentals and you have to learn your craft. If you if you fail to do that, then you will go by the wayside by the time you get to high school. And uh, I hate to say it, I've seen it a thousand times. I mean, I've seen it. At, right now, there are some kids playing flag football in the spring, and, and their parents are thinking they're going to the NFL, and they won't even make the high. They're barely even set on the field in high school. They barely get any reps, and the parents are going to wonder why, and it's because they did not take the time to learn the craft. And if you don't learn the craft, then you just fucked, right? So that's another thing that parents need to do. Now, I recognize that Kendrick has some speed. He had a lot of size, but we worked on the craft. That's, I mean, over and over and over, whether it's baseball. Now, the kid couldn't catch a pop fly to save his life, right? You know what we did? <laughs> we worked on pop flies, you know, 50 a day, 100 a day, you know, over and over after practice, working on the swing. And then when it got to the point where I couldn't help him anymore and the coaches couldn't help him, we took him to took him to someone who did. You know, uh, myself and his mother paid for tons of uh, hitting lessons. We did fielding. We put him on a, on a track around people who knew what they were talking about, who had perfected their craft. They may not have played in MLB or they might have, might not have been the best to ever do it, but they knew the craft. And they, even people who've played, a lot of them don't know the craft because they were too busy playing. But that guy at the end of the bench, you know, he, he knows, he's watching, he's learning. That's why the, the bench, most of the bench players are great coaches. And most of the star players aren't great coaches because that guy at the end of the bench, he learned. And he learned the craft very well at a, at a, at a high rate. So you do that. And then, like, I get up, people come up to me all the time, kids, oh, I'm going to be like Kendrick Green. I'm going to be like Kendrick Green. Okay. So I said, well, what'd you do last night? Uh, you know, I hung out at my friend's house. We did this. We did that. Played Madden. I said, right there. I'm stopping right there. You can't be Kendrick Green going out, hanging out. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, until he got to be, you know, quote, unquote, Kendrick Green, the guy in the paper all the time, he didn't go out to other people's house. He didn't spend a night at a friend's house. Didn't allow that. What he did every, every day is he worked on his craft. He got better every day from the time he was like 10 or 11 to the time out till today he got better every day and if you don't get better every day there's a person who who would without the size without the without the speed he's going to get better every day and then sooner or later he'll catch up to you it may not be a year it may not be two years but sooner or later he will catch up to you Okay, so you got to work on your craft. You got to get your, your eight or nine hours of sleep a night that you need. You can't be getting home at two, two in the morning on the weekend and thinking that you got enough rest. Your body's got to heal, you know. Like Kendrick, would, he would go go to wrestling practice in high school, right? Or he'd get up in the morning at five. He'd go running and jogging, right? And then he'd go work out. 
He would go to school. Then he would go to wrestling practice. Then he would go on his own and work out again. Then he would jog again at night. You know why? Because he wanted to be the best. If you don't want to have that desire to be the best, then what are you in it for? You know, why even play the game? If you're not putting in the work to be the best, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the best. I'm gonna be the, Well, what are you doing to be the best? Oh, well, I did this. No, you have to do it on your own. You can't expect the coach to do it for you. He's not. The wrestling coach, the football coach, the baseball coach, they only have you for a couple hours a day. It's what you do when you're not around them that's going to make you better than other players. Okay? You have to know your craft. You have to, if you don't know what you're doing or you can't get anyone around you to know what they're doing that, that knows, watch a YouTube video. There are plenty of YouTube videos you can watch, you can learn, you can listen. Then you can go out and do the stuff yourself. Okay, if you're sitting home and there's nothing to do, go out, go jog, go run, go do some push-ups. Whatever you got to do to work on your craft, you got to get bigger, better, stronger, faster. You have to do all that, right? So I'm going to break this down to you. You got to know your your child's talent level. Don't lie to yourself and think uh, just because he scored a couple touchdowns that he's going to the league. Because if that was the case, everybody would be in the league. You know, there are, what, it's just in Peoria alone, in high school football, you know, five, 600 kids. Out of all those 600 kids, you might get, I'm going to be generous. And I'm going to be super generous. And I'm going to say 10 kids that go D1. Out of those 10 kids, none of them will go to the NFL. You know, none of them. Then you get the next group. Might be another 10 kids. None of them will go to the NFL. Get a next group next year, another 10 kids. None of them will go to the NFL. So to get to the league is is hard. That's why it's been so celebrated because it's not something that happens every day. It's not something that, uh, that you can just wake up in the morning and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to the league. No, you, no you're not. Be honest with yourself, okay? If you don't pass the eye test, when... And when the eye test is when them college college uh, coaches come to school and just say you're a wide receiver and you're six five six six, you just passed the eye test. Like, oh, shit. Okay. Well, shit, we need to get you to campus then. Okay, we've seen your film. Okay, you really are that big. Okay, bet. But if you're that 5'8 wide receiver, you know, for D1, you may not pass the eye test. Okay, they're like, ooh, well, uh... Well, uh, well, okay. <laughs> you know, need to go go play a Monmouth or Knox somewhere. Which, and let me, let me get this straight. There, there's nothing wrong with going D two or D three. Nothing wrong with that. The end of the journey, you want to have an education. You get a college degree, and that's better than anything. Anything, and I'm telling you that right now. That college degree from whatever school you decide. That you decide to go to will benefit you for 40 or 50 years, okay? So there's nothing wrong with going D3, nothing wrong with going D2, and it doesn't make you a better athlete if you go D1. It just means that you passed the eye test, so you're the one that they want, okay? So <clears throat> stop celebrating losses, work on your craft every day, get you some rest, and you gotta have a rival. You got to have someone that you like or maybe don't like, but they push you 
to be better than what you ever thought you could be. So in Kendrick's case, it was my oldest son, Zach. He was the rival. He was a he was the one with you know with the college scholarships. He was the one playing football at Woodruff. So Kendrick's looking at that like, okay, well Zach's like, oh, I'm academic all conference, you know, or academic all state. So Kendrick's like, well, I want to be regular all first team all state, first team all conference, you know. So you gotta want to have uh, or do better than what your rival's doing. You gotta have someone that inspires you every day. You gotta have somebody who's willing to sacrifice for you every day. Not just sometime, but every day. You gotta have grandparents who will do everything for you. And I remember Kendrick would go to his grandma's and they did arts and crafts all the time. And I used to giggle. I'm like, I'm from the hood. We ain't doing our arts and crafts. Come on, boy. But what that did opened up his imagination and got his brain to think. So that was that was basically basically the foundation of, of his of his start. He could open up his imagination. He could he could fucking think of things that weren't even there. He could see a bigger picture before anybody else could see it. So that's important as a, as a child that imagination part of it. So if you don't have that, you you just you just failed right there. Okay, you gotta be able to see the prize before anybody else can see it. And he saw the prize, uh, even when I didn't see it. And I was one of his biggest supporters. I didn't see it sometime. And I'll tell you a quick story about that. Uh, when he was coming out of eighth grade, they wanted, you know, he could have went to Richwoods or Central after Woodruff closed, obviously. And so uh, I'm like, well, you go to Richwoods, play with all my friends. Cause he was playing with Richwoods GFL. And I had, uh, I got a, a place out in Richwoods area. So everything would be on the up and up. Wouldn't be no, no problem. And he calls me one day, I mean, it, it was nighttime. I call it the middle of the night, but I go to bed early. So it might've been 9, 30, 10. He's like, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go to Peoria High. And I think we're going to win a state championship. And I tell you, I laughed like, like Eddie Murphy and Dave Chappelle was on a comedy stage. I laughed for fucking, you know, 20, 30 minutes straight. And I'm like, Bro, you realize Peoria High don't even win games. Like, that's not what they do, let alone a state championship. But he saw the bigger picture. He saw the prize. Like, no, we got this kid. We got that kid. We got this kid. We got that kid. All these good football players. He's like, we're going to win state my junior year. <laughs> I said, boy, you got to be smoking. You got to be fucking smoking. So... I'm all I'm, I'm pissed off at him, so I hang up because he you know he wasn't going to Richwoods where my friends went, you know where I went to school. So I probably didn't talk to him for a couple of days out of just pure disgust and anger. So after the dust settled, you know he goes to Peoria High, ends up starting as a freshman. Uh, they end up going to the playoffs that first year. I was like, okay, they beat the first game. They beat like the number two or three team in the state or some shit. So that was impressive. And he said, "Yep, we're going to win state." Before I graduate, he said, it may not be my junior year, but we will win state. And, you know, his senior year, I mean, he, when I tell you the boy dominated, he dominated like no other person I've seen dominate a high school football game. So they won a state championship, but he was able to see the picture before anybody else could. So that's one, that's one thing 
that he always told that he always did. Like another instance where he saw the big picture, he might have been a freshman. So he's like, hey, Kim, we're working on a landmark. Can you give me and my friends a ride home? I said, okay, sure. So in that car is me, Kendrick, Johnny Taylor, and this little tall, skinny kid, Lanky. Um, he's like, yeah, that, that's Karan. Okay, nice to meet you, Karan. said, yeah, he's probably going to be the best quarterback in, in the history of Peoria High. And I'm looking at this kid. I'm like, <laughs> boy, you funny as hell. I mean, he was just a string bean. But he noticed that Kwan had that work ethic, you know. He would go to gym with the older kids, work out with him, work out on his own. And then, you know, years later, you know, we saw what he did as a junior and a senior that just probably won't even be duplicated, you know, in a, in a Peoria high school football history. So Kendrick has always seen the, the, the prize before anybody else could see it. And you got to be able to do that if you want to be the greats or at least be considered one of the all-time greats. Okay. So that's what you got to do. I'm 20, 21, 22 minutes in. It's been a whirlwind for myself and for Kendrick. He just went to Pittsburgh yesterday. He's got a locker and locker room. And, you know, he's practicing today, first day of rookie mini camp. So I'll keep my eye out to see what's going on, but quit. Quit putting pressure on your children at 8, 9, or 10 years old, telling them they're going to MLB or NFL or NBA because the odds of it happening, there are no odds because you have a better chance of getting hit by lightning, okay? You will have a better chance of getting hit by lightning twice in the same night than to go turn pro in whatever sport you're playing. So... Stop putting pressure on the youngins. Let them play. Let them have fun. And if they if they decide they want to work on the craft and be great, they can do that. But you cannot push it. If you want it more than more than they want it, if you're working harder for their craft than what they're working on their craft, then <laughs> they don't want it. They're not going to make it. Okay, no matter how bad you want it. So that's all I got to say for now. I'll make another podcast in in, in a over the weekend or after the weekend. So Peoria, it's been a hell of a journey. You guys, uh, I wish every every parent could experience what, what myself and his mother, his grandparents, we all experience on, on draft night. So, I mean, it's, just, it's something that you, only, that you see in movies that you read about. So, and if it to happen to us, um, it's just by the grace of God. So uh, I wanna tell you guys, thank you for the support. That number 53 uh, Steelers jersey is selling like hotcakes. A lot of them have already been delivered to the Peoria area, and a lot will be delivered. I know a lot will be coming next week. So um, thank you for the support. Uh, Go Steelers. And I'll see you next time. Signing off, this is Lamont Carroll. This is the My Two Cents podcast show starring Lamont Carroll. And um, you can reach me uh, on Twitter. I'm also on uh, uh, Facebook, or you can email me at my2cents309 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support.